kick it off, Dave. I'm trying to figure out how to audibly announce this because, like, you had the keyboard and the Nintendo that were both on the air, but <laughs> I gotta, I gotta figure out if I can like make this make a noise. But to be honest, <laughs> couldn't you oh, maybe ask? I don't think we have the time for this, Dave. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, <laughs> hey Siri, what time is it? Hey. That was a stressful just, moment. It was. It was. She came um, through in the end. She did. But what I do have to say is that Siri on the Apple Watch seems a lot uh seems a lot better and more responsive than on the phone. Okay. Which I Interesting. find which I find odd. So, so yeah, so I got an Apple Watch Series three. Nice. Um yeah. color band? Black, 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 everything black. And you can't get the steel one anymore unless it's the LT one, I believe. Which isn't available in this country, yes. Yeah. So it's the Bog Basic uh, 42 mil, mm-hmm. uh, black aluminium or space gray or whatever with the black sports band. Um, I was tempted between the black one and the gold one, but then the gold one only now comes with a pink strap, and then I would have had to buy a non-pink strap. So I was oh, okay. just like, eh. Black is fine. The black looks really good, um, like really good. And yeah, I think in, in stark contrast, I, I suppose if Thomas was the, the negative and Baz was fairly meh, I think my experience is so far very positive. I kind of so want I one again. You kind of did? <laughs> so you have one as well now? No, I don't, but I kind of do want one, a new one. Oh, you want one? Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Oh, I thought you said you, you got one. Um, no. Oh you know, no, I'd I'd recommend it because um I was uh so I didn't think um after you know after Thomas's Thomas's experience really um I didn't I didn't really know what to make of it but uh Thomas's Apple Watch recently found a new home um on uh Denise's wrist and she is absolutely over the moon with it and like does it for everything and now like if i ring her now she actually answers the phone which is amazing on the watch um yeah because she the phone just gets dropped somewhere or the kid is running around and you know so it's actually you know and she always has the watch on her if she's at home so that's that's it um so i was you know so she took to it very quickly and the the fitness element of it as well um because it was kind of like you're pushing a buggy and then the iphone doesn't track any of your steps or any of your your activity you know and um then with the watch all of a sudden it did and that was a big um big selling point cool it's it's really good um and i didn't think like my only experience with the watch realistically was playing around with baz's one which was a series zero um very first watch, then playing around with the Series 1 and then the Series 3. And I have to say, there isn't a huge difference between, in in my eyes anyway, between the Series 1 and the Series 3. Um, I'm just hearing that it's the app just, start of times is, is a big thing. That's Yeah, um, to be honest, I haven't used too many apps or too many of my apps mm-hmm. on the, the Series 1. I've heard that it's, in comparison to the Series 0, it's unreal. Um, and it's absolutely fantastic, but it's just a really enjoyable experience, and it works, and it works well, and the the watch OS 4 is really nice. 
and there's some interesting integrations that I discovered um, that that just that just made me smile because of how well they worked. Um, so the now playing screen on the watch is a kind of a new feature, I think, um, in the to the extent that uh, you can now control the volume from the digital crown on the phone mm-hmm. or on the device you're listening to. So I think that's new. I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, that's new. I um, couldn't do that. Yeah. So if I start playing Spotify on the Amazon Echo using my phone, then the now playing for the Echo shows up on my phone. So that's normal, and it's been that way since the most recent. Um, it's only the, the last, it's only the last few months that Spotify has that feature that it will show the now playing information if you're playing it on a different Spotify Connect device. But because it's the now playing screen, I can adjust the volume of the echo from the digital crown, and the echo lights up and changes the volume perfectly. Uh-huh. That's pretty posh. It is, but the thing is, like, it just made me smile because it just worked. You know, like, I was, I just looked at my wrist and I saw the now playing was the same as on the, uh, was the now, was, um, what was on the Echo. And then I just, I just chanced the digital crown and it worked. And I was I just like, ooh, that is a very nice little feature. It's more Spotify now than, than, uh, hmm. than it is uh, Amazon or Apple, but just the fact that it, the fact that it worked was really nice. So, Speaking of apps then on the watch, are any particular apps that you found yourself returning to? Very little in the way of um, proper apps because there isn't a lot out there for it, which I suppose makes a bit of sense uh, given the, like there's the, odd, the, the gimmicky ones, but I think the watch itself comes with a nice enough set of features that you don't really need too much in the way of of apps. So my my banking, obviously, and I can check my my balance when it's not loading that takes ages um it's instant on the actual ios app but for whatever reason just the the round trip to the phone from the from the watch seems to really mess it up um it also looks awkward as well yeah <laughs> when i see people doing it anyway that kind of because you have to do the, you have to twist your wrist and then i don't know it's not always in the same place for the you know it could be the person serving you holding it weird and yeah. oh you're talking about the the apple pay Sorry, the Apple Pay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, but uh, checking the bank balance with the oh, okay, with, with AIB or whatever. Um, the messages a surprising amount. Night sky for just the sheer fact that I can actually put the night sky on my wrist and move around and look at it, oh, which cool. is ridiculous. Uh, Overcast has the um the watch app, which is handy enough for kicking stuff off, and that's. That's about it. I have a budgeting app that I use that lets me that gives me a a kind of an overview uh face or a, an overview app and I have the one that I probably use the most is I have a timetable app for work that has a complication uh so that I can put it on a watch face and it tells me what my next class is. Oh. And is that but separate from the calendar because I also want the calendar for meetings separate to the classes so it does both and is that the timetabling system that's used at work or do you oh it's just it's just a dumb app and i just say on monday i have these oh, okay, hours cool. but very good you know um overall i'm kind of i'm still confused by what interactions should happen on the watch and then when some don't i'm kind of like why didn't that show up on my watch i think that's still a bit hazy 
to me. Um, like I know if I have the phone in my hand, that the watch obviously won't ping. But if I'm if I'm using it, but then some other times I look at the phone and there's a notification that I didn't get on the watch, and mm. I'm trying to figure out where did where did it fall through the cracks. Um, so that's my big complaint at the moment. But it's not it's not too big of a problem. Um, really, the other thing I thought now you're you're both uh, I say day to day more active people than than myself. Um, you at least walk into town and back um, or whatever from you know from the the last mm, leg yeah. of your journey um whereas i'm i'm car to door car door you know um so the actual fitness el- element of it actually surprised me in how much i've actually uh enjoyed it so um, are you getting challenged by it then not so much challenged well the the stand up thing is handy if i'm you know if i'm just at work and i'm not not watching things but yeah i've managed to to uh Close the rings, which sounds ridiculously <laughs> stupid. Um, sounds like it should be. I won't even go there. But um, that I've done that nearly every day that I've had it for the full day since I got it um, mm-hmm. at a reasonably moderate amount of uh, reasonably moderate of moderate goals on it. You know, so happy with that. I think the heart rate thing is fantastic. Um, it seems to be really accurate, and yeah, I just it's pretty good. So is there anything that you mentioned a few Denise's use cases is there anything that as that she uses the watch for that you don't or that you use less I don't know because I think I would probably use some aspects of it more because like all of the Alexas are synced up to my Spotify account and not hers so I would have that feature um I think realistically it's the um photos and stuff that you would use a good bit clicking through photos on it um and there's a few of the other social media okay apps i think that denise would browse on it just just not 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 when you have your phone there but you know like uh, uh, an instagram post comes in and you know she'll open it up on the watch and just that kind of thing you know mm-hmm. so probably the social stuff which i don't really do i'd imagine or just the big thing that I noticed with Denise, though, is that a message comes in, she looks at the watch, and then she goes back to doing whatever she was. Whereas before, it was like a message comes in, you take out the phone, you look at it, you automatically unlock it. Oh, my God, you're automatically reading Reddit, and now an hour later, you don't know where you are. Like, mm. you know, and that's <laughs> that's my big problem is like, oh, someone text, someone texts me the words, okay, but now I have unlocked my phone, and I'm five links deep in Reddit, and it was like, you know, um, which I think is a is a big problem, um, and I just think the fact that having the watch and just looking at it and going, yeah, that's grand, or being able to just reply with Siri and just go, yeah, that's okay, um, is very good. Like that kind of disconnection, which, like, it's an odd one. Like, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, let's get more technology to free us from technology in a in a weird kind of kind of way for people people who are probably thinking that, um, but. It's just a different type of technology, and it's a very different use case. I think it's very, you know, you look at it, a message comes in, it lets you know, and that's grand. Like, there's no real urgency to do anything, whereas once you've unlocked the phone, you're you're doing stuff. There isn't a lot of stuff you can do on the watch, and I kind of like that. So, yeah, it's it's interesting because on the opposite side, like, I do not miss my watch at all, and I'm actually delighted that sort of it's gone 
you, you know that it is now being used and enjoyed because if I'd have kept it, I think I would have, I would have just felt a bit guilty about it. I think or something that uh, do I had this expensive thing on my wrist and I didn't really like it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, or even worse, you ended up in a drawer. Yeah, this is it. Because um, um, that was the thing you said. You said you just kind of came back from holidays. You didn't bring it with you, and then you just didn't put it back on. Yeah, I think partly because I now have a job where um, I. I don't get calls or texts, so actually I want to, especially during the day, I want to minimize notifications, not maximize them. Um, so yeah, notification. My my basically my phone is now on do not disturb all the time. Um, so the not- notifications thing were gone, and I guess the uh, the fitness thing wasn't doing a lot for me. Um, but yeah, I think for me it was really the the notifications thing i just didn't want on my wrist um yeah and and i can see that like i think if you were just someone who for the like the like there's a lot of time i'm in places where i can't really look at my phone or i can't do something but i could kind of watch i could look at the watch no problem yeah and they're not necessarily situations where i wouldn't want to be disturbed they're just you know um so yeah i think i totally get that that if i was just sitting down at a desk all day the last thing I'd want is my wrist going off and telling me things, as well as my computer when I'm trying to focus on so many things, you know. Um, I think it's also... But again, judicious use of do not disturb, as you said, is yeah, is a good thing. I think it's also curious that, like, widening out the discussion a bit, like, the Apple Watch is not for everyone. I think, it, like, it's a great product for some use cases. Like, as opposed to, say, an iPhone, where, like, everybody has to have a phone, and you should just get an iPhone um because it's the best phone right like i'd be pretty confident giving almost anybody that advice yeah, um same w- whereas i think the watch definitely and that's why th- the way i guess um i sold the watch is that um denise borrowed it for like a week or two before we talked about selling it and i think it was really good to get the validation of like is this going to be useful or not because um and to be fair i got to do that with Baz's old watch that he lent to me for a few days and I'm really glad I did because it it, uh, at least set my expectations um right but I just think it's interesting a sort of a product that isn't for everybody but is really good for some people yeah and obviously like there's the the development aspect of it is a big interest for me as well so if I wasn't a developer who knows really you know like I really want to mess around with it and see what I can do with it from that point of view so you know, it's kind of fifty percent watch, fifty percent programmer gadget. Um, you know, so like I'd be coming at it from that angle. Like if I wasn't a programmer, I don't know would it hold that much excitement for me. You know, because I'm already thinking of cool things that I can do with it. Like I want to make a because there isn't a lot of apps, you know, and or or complications or anything like that for it. So I really want to make one that tells me when the next bus is. You know, just the basic kind of. Mm. Stuff, stuff that we don't have because we're a small country and no one bothered updating their apps or whatever. That's what I'd like to. That's what I'd like to do, and just add it to the list of iOS devices that I can that I can program for reasonably competently. Baz, I'm interested in your take on this because I suppose out of the three of us, you've had the most experience with the watch. You didn't particularly <laughs> miss it when your series zero was gone but now you're saying maybe wouldn't mind getting one again i i I think there's aspects of it that i do want like the 
the fitness stuff mostly and as Dave said the notification stuff kind of taken away from your phone um I don't know I guess Dave is right like there wasn't a huge amount of apps on it that I would use and and maybe it's a thing that I need to think through a bit more but I think the fitness thing is mainly what I want at the moment and like maybe some of the heart rate stuff and you know but uh it's it's a tough one and it's not something I'm going to rush into definitely um, and I'm definitely not yeah. buying the new iPhone this year. So, oh, really? That's a definite. It's pretty much a definite. I can't justify it. <laughs> um, not no. My phone is too new. It's still at this stage. Um, so it might be something I might pick up at Christmas. Myself, you know, I might look to get myself a watch. Um, Dave, a watch. What wasn't all that you bought? No, but it's all that I have in my possession. Okay. So. Um, this makes me sound like I have a lot of money. Yeah, this is but... definitely Dave buy stuff week. <laughs> so, so the, wa- the watch was a present, yeah. The watch was a present, yeah. Um, and it was it was a, a conglomeration of presents. Um, I don't normally get presents that are that are this nice. Um, I mean they're all nice. That's what I mean. That's the... <laughs> um, or this expensive maybe. Um, yeah. So I. Finally, after months and months, as anyone who's been listening to us knows, I finally got an iPad Pro. Hey! So, yay. Um, it, I'm kind of looking at it as getting it instead of a newer laptop at the moment. Mm-hmm. More so than... Because, first of all, I think the prices on the MacBooks are a bit ridiculous for what you're getting. Oh, they are. And I think... God. And I think in in comparison, like, my, I have a four-year-old MacBook Air now. Like, it's four years old, but it's fine. But I'm kind of after transitioning to a phase in my life where I'm doing a hell of a lot more reading than I ever wanted to do on a screen. And printing everything off isn't feasible. Doing So I'm, like, I'm really in a situation where I have a huge amount of documents to read, review, um, markup, all that sort of stuff. And I just think that the iPad Pro with the pencil would be would be the best for that, you know. Um, so I I pulled the trigger finally. Hey, um, so you got. I have the... to say, it was really playing around with Baz's and uh, Stephen Coyle's ones that that definitely uh, tipped the. Jeez, that's almost two years ago. No, mm-hmm. over a year and a half ago since I've had that. Your iPad Pro? Oh, sorry, I'm still in the watch for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. What storage did you go for? The mid one, two five okay. six, is it? Yeah, I think I did the same. Because um, I'll have a load of I'll have a load of awful scanned PDFs on it, um, and some other bits and pieces. Do you know, it's not. It's very much, um, like I I see it as being very much a work thing at the moment. Like I'm buying it specifically because the laptop isn't cutting it, um, and it's just wasting wasting my time. So uh, trying to do stuff like that on the laptop i just can't i just can't so this is as you said this is a decision that you've been sort of weighing for a while was there anything like as you sort of put the stuff into the basket or bag i think as apple call it and you saw you know the total price notch over a thousand euros um was there did you have a last minute hesitation or had you really worked it out in your head no you're definitely doing it both really because like obviously i like i knew i was working towards it for months obviously um uh mentally 
<laughs> mentally because um you know just to just to psych myself up for it because it's um and you know house and kid and all that it's kind of one of the last this is this is probably my last big expenditure for the next four years um so i just wanted to make sure that it that it was the right one um and i think that uh, i don't know because <laughs> i don't have it yet <laughs> um when's so it, let's hope it's not a big arriving? pile of crap um could be friday could be monday no you, you, you was, definitely won't regret it yeah, I'm hoping because like it's kind of at the stage now where nearly everything I do is reading or reviewing and or diagrams, mm-hmm. which are an absolute pain to do. So like I I could see myself easily transition ninety percent of my work day over to the iPad Pro without a problem. Ninety um, percent of my non I'm using Visual Studio work day anyway. I'm also, I guess, or Dave. When actually, more more to the point, ninety percent of my watching Visual Studio crash <laughs> uh, day. Sorry, go on. I'm Dennis. interested because um, we talked about it a bit when Baz got his, um, but especially with the pencil, there seems to be you know just a whole range of apps. And Baz, I know you, the one you showed us was super impressive, um, but I'd just be interested to talk to you guys about like what apps you feel really make the most of the pencil and diagramming and sort of organizing information um because i think if you find a really good one like that that's what will make it super like if you be able to sort of doodle a, a diagram flow chart or whatever and then file it away and have it easily sort of retrievable i think that could be awesome but even i think like with the with the fancy pages now or whatever and the the iCloud Drive or whatever app we're on with these days, if I could literally draw the, the doodle, open the document I'm working on, drop it in, and then turn back to typing on the laptop, that's perfect. Mm. You know, I I didn't get a keyboard case just because I just don't know would I use it. Um, I'm never not going to be near a keyboard at work. Um, you know, or if I am, it's just going to be a, a quick a sentence or two. Yeah. And at home... I don't know, like if I'm just searching or Googling something, like tapping it out. Yeah, because I think I said when I got Excuse my me. first, it's essential, but no, definitely not. A case, yeah, but not the keyboard case. And uh, Yeah, so I got some kind of a sleeve with a pencil holder on it. Yeah, um, and if you're looking so I'll see for... what that looks like in, in real life. Yeah, if you're looking for a case later on, like I think something sturdier would be better. Yeah, because um, there's no back cover on that, is there? Mm, no not really no yeah because that's yeah. you know that's that that's the part that took the beating on my ipad too anyway the back of it um so yeah looking forward to it now i have to say i'm gonna be fierce fierce blinged out now yeah on my new my new gear um yeah. and you weren't content with just an ipad no 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 <laughs> um Decided to just spring for the AirPods. Yay! Yay! Because that's it. Like so, um, yeah. I I did a I did a consulting job and it it came in and that was the whole point of doing the the job was to to get this so happy out. Ah, uh, you won't regret that particular purchase at all. I think me and Baz are both uh, super happy with ours. Yeah, and are you both on AirPods as well, or? Yep. So I use them in work a lot and anytime I'm out walking or anything like that. Yeah, I'm constantly using them. They're constantly in my pocket. Yeah. 
I think I just like the, like, especially coming into winter now, the, the wires and a coat and layers and everything, like, it's just nice to plug something in and have it sorted, mm-hmm. you know? And especially, I suppose, the Apple Watch adds another dimension to them, which I'm interested to see how well that works. Um, Apple Music, Dave. I mean, I have... Return to the motherland. I have an Apple Music. I have both. I have Apple Music oh, and Spotify at the moment. So you can have the offline songs. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like, there's a few, just to go back to the watch for a second. Like, I feel that I should be able to control, that when I go into music on the watch, that I should be able to control Apple Music full stop, but I can't. Mm. The purpose of music on the watch is just the offline, and you can control whatever's playing, but, you know, like, I can't really initialize or initiate playback that, other than through Siri, I think. That's coming, though, isn't it, at the end of this month? It's not in there oh, yet. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, 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 sorry, it's not in this version of watchOS or OS 11. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it'll be there soon. That'd be nice. But yeah, other than that, I'm I'm really happy with iOS 11 actually because I I only updated I I've only updated since since we last spoke as well, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's been rock solid. I like the the small changes and yeah, battery takes a bit of a hit with the Apple Watch. I believe 11.0.1 is bad, so I don't have that installed. But I believe beta one or whatever it is is much better. It's so I'm holding off updating to. A small increment right it's funny dave because i had the i guess just classic example of confusing two things i was all delighted with um, my battery life on ios 11 and i do think it has improved in general but because it was around the same time that i get my watch away that's probably a bigger factor than the os change yeah like i mean it drops like i i let, left the watch um uh, on overnight as a test to see what the battery would drop when there was essentially no no activity and like i think it went it dropped 13 percent in the the seven hours wow um where it would have been like i don't know it would still have been in the above 95 anyway um because i i char- when i come in from work i put it on charge and then you know it's it's 100 percent going to bed yeah. um because I can only either listen to headphones or charge it and not both at the same time. No, nope. Until next week when until I finally get my AirPods. <laughs> no, uh, Apple uh, just released a dongle Main there motivation. today. Did you see that? Oh, did they? For $35, they have a dongle now that you can charge and listen. And it's a big dongle. It could have just like fit snugly into the bottom of the phone, but no. Yeah, the that. Belkin one was huge, or the, the whichever company brought one out mm-hmm. fairly straight away was ridiculous. Um like mega ridiculous but yeah no i'm yeah looking forward to it now but then of course as soon as this like magical charging pad like i've just i've just quadrupled the amount of devices that i need to charge in one week Mm. and i think i'm gonna i'm like gonna hit charging fatigue pretty soon because all i had was the phone and that was i have my laptop obviously but i'm always at a plug with that so i have the phone and then all of a sudden, now it's like, oh, now the thing on my wrist needs to be charged. Oh, and the thing I write with. Oh, and the thing I'm writing on. And the thing I'm listening to, the thing that I'm writing on with, the controlling my... So, yeah. I will let you know if there's an appreciable difference in my electricity bill. Hmm. I think the other thing, Dave, is, like, you're sort of accumulating. Like, say, in a 12-month period, you know, you got new phone, new iPad, new headphones, new watch. Um... And as you said yourself, that's probably, that's going to be an unusual, it's an unusual sort of 12 months. 
for you. Um, but I think actually having lots of lightning things, because if that's going to change soon, and any time Apple changes their charging standards, that's a difficult transition. Um, or at least yeah. all you have to have is MagSafe, Lightning, and your watch charger, and that's it. You're sorted. That's it. And the watches will be wireless. The new phone will be wireless. The AirPod thing will be will be wireless. Mm. Um, you know. So I'll get I'll get the fancy pad whenever I get the iPad, the iPhone eleven slash nine. Oh, I forgot uh, you can charge the new AirPods. From the you need a new case though. You have to buy the new case, which is now jet though. Oh, so you don't even get that um, with the AirPods you ordered? Not that I'm aware of, no. So that'll be right. another another upgrade down the line. But I'm hoping that the AirPods will be once a week of a charge. There, Baz. How often are you charging yours? Actually, that's an interesting one. Um, I don't know because like every so often in work, I'll come in in the morning and I throw it down, and I'm just like, ah, I'll just pop it in. You, so every couple of days, I just pop it in. Do you um do you listen to them at work or only when commuting? Uh, both. Yeah. So I I use them in work. So I get about I, I like I'll use them in the morning up to lunchtime, throw them back in the case, and then after lunch to going home, I have them. So it depends on commuting when I use them, but I use them a lot when I'm walking and stuff, and down the gym and all that. Um. So yeah, Dave, I'd echo Baz's experience. Like with the charging of the case. It's definitely in a category of, like, my experience is exactly that a buzz of, of kind of like, oh, I haven't charged these in a while. I guess I better charge them. Like, I I can't, I think maybe once my case went, like, fully low battery. And, like, I'm wearing mine for 12 hours a day. Um, the battery life really is super on them. And how many recharges would you have to do? One at lunch, is it? Um, of the of the pods? The pods, yeah. Um, Specifically, the actual the things you put in your ear part. Yeah, I'd I'd say lunch is pretty good. You couldn't get the whole day. Yeah, out of them. It, it, but you, you'll get five hours. So maybe five hours might be enough for you. And and the clever thing is, is because it's like I guess I maybe I just don't think of it as charging them. I'm just like I'm going out for lunch, so I'll just put them in the case because that's where they live. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So it feels relatively frictionless from that point of view. Um, I get a little bit panicky when I go into the shop and throw my pockets or something. Yes. Uh, and then I come out and I'm like, oh, shit, shit well, yeah, pockets. <laughs> but when they're in the case, it's fine. I never worry about it. At least they're not going to be tangled up. Yeah. Yeah. And you uh, you might be surprised how often uh, one ear listening is useful. Yeah, I do yeah. that a lot as it is anyway. Yeah. Um, but it'd be nice to not have the other one dragging yeah. around. Like, so, for example, when I'm on my bike... I feel a little bit bad having two earphones in, um, mm -hmm. whereas I feel one is sort of acceptable. Um, oh yeah, well you can hear traffic. Yeah, and stuff yeah. For your own. Or actually, what I think would actually, oh, just like a kind of physical thing. Like Sheila, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Sheila listens to a lot of audiobooks. Like having one ear in, so you're kind of like you're you're in the room with somebody and you're present, and you can kind of chat away occasionally mm. but you're you're also primarily like listening to something else it, it's it's weird there just is that difference between having one ear and having two ears in do you know what i mean or the other person doesn't know that you're listening to it because they're on the other side uh, yeah. that's true as well the apple tv will airplay to them so even at night if you don't want to be making noise 
uh, or not airplay, the Bluetooth to them, obviously. Um, so you know, there's that whole part of it as well, where you can you can listen to the the TV over the headphones at night without without waking sleeping. Yeah, mm-hmm. or definitely if you're at a stage, say I don't know, say you're in uh, the playground with your kid, and you know, just being able to have one ear in to be able to, if you need to answer a call, but you know, you yeah. you can keep your hands All free. The dads have the dads have the biggest, ugliest hands-free kits. Like this is really the, why the Dave earpieces. got the to show up. At the <laughs> it, it is really because it it is like I mean I have to I have to I've been in those situations. You know, or even if it's just you're you're getting a phone call and then like literally you cannot look away from from this guy. Like you know. Um, so it's, it's really is a, a hands-free thing. The wires are fine, but then they get, they get tangled, like, um, especially with the, the kids around. So the, the whole, the, like almost the entirety of dads at the playground have these big, awful, like, I, I want to call them like the taxi driver headpieces, mm. pieces, because that's, the, they're the only people that are, you see them at the very start, Do you know, the taxi drivers that always have the, the earpiece. Um, kind of before ever, before they filtered down, like I think they were the the early adopters. Um, and they just everyone at the park seems to have one. All the dads going around with the one ear big yoke. Um, I was kind of surprised. Like I was like, do you see all of the dads wearing the Bluetooth headsets? And it was it was weird. <laughs> um, are you allowed to talk about the final thing you acquired? Because it's a present. I don't know if it's a surprise. I'd leave it off. Uh, yeah, who knows? Okay. Uh, uh, just more headphones, but not well, not AirPods. But I just I I'm actually interested in the ones you got because from a tech point of view, that would involve me looking them up to see what the tech is like. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so, W one um, chip as well, though. Yeah, it? that's what it's, it is. This yeah. is actually the cheap. There was a, the like these are. If you wanted the W1 chip, so all the fancy sort of pairing and non-pairing, this is actually the most cost-effective way of getting them. Yeah, no, there's there's still only, you know, there's only a few pints of a few pints of beer in the True. difference. Like it's not, yeah, they're not. It's not a huge saving, but they were part of an offer on on the store, so they were they were quite quite reasonable, you could say. Um, so they're just they're essentially the the AirPods with um no case and a cable that uh connects them behind the back of your behind your neck. Yeah, Beats X. Beats X. They're actually pretty X. nice. I guess I never look at Beats products because I always think, oh, they're not really for people like me because I think of the big over headphones. Yeah. So these are quite nice. They're very oh. sleek. They're just normal headphones. Um and they're decent enough for uh working out kind of stuff. And they've got um, magnets to keep them together. Huh. And eight hours battery life, uh, fast fuel, five minute charge, gives you two hours of playback. And um, I'd yeah. say they might even sound better than the AirPods. Yeah, well, we can we can do a we can do a test. How do you charge them? Actually, I'm looking at them here on the website. Uh, okay. Lightning. Oh, oh, it does have a lightning port. Yeah, very good. Light- lightning to USB A charging cable. It's also got the, it looks like a USB, uh, the AirPods in the bottom, the, it's, it looks more like a USB port. This is your big theory, Baz. USB-C, sorry, port. Um, did, did Baz? Yeah, it's just, if you plug in the lightning connector, you can still see the metal from the charging port, which 
I guess is bad design for Apple. So your theory was that Apple actually planned to transition to USB-C for everything because if they were going to do it for the AirPods case, they might as so well. It's more, this is something I read online. Oh, all right, okay. I thought this <laughs> is your theory. It was very clever. No, it's just someone said it looks like it was originally meant to be USB-C because of the shape of it. Yeah. And it, it still uses lightning. So I guess they had designed it and was too late at that stage and were like, no, just throw in the lightning port. I'd imagine changing the case would probably be easier than changing the the ports. It's just in... Mm. I, 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 I don't really know what you're talking about. Is it the actual the case? So in the bottom of the case, the lightning port is, it's rounder on the sides, which is more like... Have you seen USB ports? USB-C ports? Yeah. Yeah, so they're kind of... They have that rounded side. So when you put the lightning cable in, the... Oh, and here's the, a, someone plugging a USB-C port into the bottom of... Uh, ah, yeah. So it it oh kind God, of that's yeah. the the, the metal is exposed yeah. How did Apple let that out of the shop? <laughs> Jesus, that's awful. <laughs> like I'm actually, it's a bit staggering. It is. Well, the picture I'm looking at anyway. Jesus. No, you definitely don't notice it like day to day. But yeah, but when Baz oh, pointed it out to me, I'm like, it. oh, I wouldn't have noticed it unless I read it online. Yeah, there's uh, just look up the. Just literally like a lightning AirPod case, 9 to 5 Mac. And there's a picture of a USB-C cable held up to it that's like the exact same dimensions. Same size. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hmm. And then they obviously decided, do you know what? No. Wireless. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we'll see the end of the lightning cable. Okay. What will be the last thing to go? I guess it depends how um, expensive this uh, Qi stuff is. Notice I pronounced it right. I did actually look Nerd. it up beforehand because <laughs> I wanted to pronounce it right. Yeah, if the wireless stuff is expensive, then I guess it'll be things like the pencil and keyboards and stuff. Yeah, as far as I know, it's very inexpensive in the terms of the technology itself. But obviously, it's the integration into the particular products that... That could be difficult because, um, like, I've looked up those charging components for some of my own electronics projects. Um, and you can literally, it just looks like a, a roll of coiled copper cable that you can get voltage out of. Oh, cool. You know, um, so that's there. And then on the charging side, all of the IKEA furniture supports it. Yes. Um, everything, you know. So uh, I'm glad that they went with that. But the the watch doesn't seem to do it. It will, won't it? Well, everyone's saying it doesn't at the moment. Or will it with their that... Apple's mat? So it, it won't... Oh, I'm sure it will, obviously. But yeah. uh, people are saying that the, the AirPods need a magnet to initiate the charging. So it needs a magnet. But then once the magnet is present, it's the, the Qi. Oh, so I don't. I haven't read too much up on it because I have nothing wirelessly charging. I, I I held off on it. I was thinking about getting a wireless charging case for the the phone at one stage, um, and then I just decided not to. Um, as a clue to at least cost wise, I might get this wrong. I think the wireless AirPods case is either the same or in or around the same money as it the existing case costs to replace right and you think they'll offer an upgrade scheme probably not but it's apple but it's not it's not like kind of half as much again 
Yeah. So what was it sixty or something? Yeah, sixty nine dollars, I think. Yeah. Um, or I guess it's probably the iPad is going to go. Well, the iPad's going to need a a charging. The iPad's going to need a port longer than everything. I think so. Anyway, so yeah. they might just. And I just think the use case as well. It's more. It's more laptopy as well. Like I don't think a laptop wireless charging would be. You know, unless you had a big mat on your desk, would be too. You know. So they might go to USB C for that. I guess. Maybe. Any interest, Dave, in the um, lightning to USB adapter? You know, they call it the camera connection. I don't know. You really re- record um, the podcast on it. Well, in that case, I might, because this Mac is driving me insane. Um, get to use any old keyboard in the office, and oh, you yeah. can even use Ethernet if you get the dongle. Uh this is where I point out that I think I still technically use a PS2 keyboard. <laughs> so, fun fact: Do you know Good why job. the uh, iOS devices support Ethernet? It's because do you remember that um, one of the keynotes where Steve Jobs got mad at everybody for uh, on the <laughs> oh, Wi-Fi? Yeah. So after that, yeah, they brilliant. they introduced support for Ethernet, so then we could do wired during the keynotes. So there you go. Fun fact. Fabulous. I suppose they already oh no, they didn't. They didn't already have the dongles. That was lightning mm. to and USB. Interesting. Yeah, so that, that adapter is actually pretty versatile. You'd be surprised how many things I suppose it's still like there's still a huge amount of hotels that don't have Wi Fi. Yes. Um or that they're they're so thick and old that the Wi Fi is or there's seven hundred twelve year olds. <laughs> Actually, one thing is often with hotels, not that I go to hotels very often, but they often charge for Wi-Fi, but there'll be a random Ethernet port in your room. Yeah, usually. Or they've uh, even, like there was a, what was it, there was one hotel that like literally the Ethernet was free and it said that um, and they gave you the cable as well. (laughs) If you you needed, it wasn't just the port, but then the Wi-Fi was some ridiculous amount of money. But they pointed that out, like, I think they assumed that people with the laptops would be using less than a bunch of teenagers. I think that's the assumption. It was kind of, if you've work to do, it's fine. But if you just want to dick around on your phone, you pay us, was the the, the kind of the tone I got off of it. Either that or it's a tax on people who aren't nerds. We want more of that. Yes, says the man who owns a laptop with no other network. <laughs> so speaking of talking to things, um. We had a series of Amazon announcements this week. A huge amount of Amazon announcements, yeah. So I think it's kind of interesting the way, like the kind of the non-traditional interfaces, the watch and the Echo, in my opinion, are definitely gaining steam. But I don't know really where they're gonna where they're gonna top out really. Um, so the list you sent on Thomas, that's the the current lineup or the the current ones that are about yeah. to be to be released so we've the original echo dot and the echo anyway there's the echo tap as well which is a battery powered portable speaker that you have to tap to oh, talk okay to. so actually there's there's nine um, then this list has eight yeah now maybe they've discontinued oh, okay. it so maybe it's not a, a current product but it was there anyway so then the echo plus basically takes the echo and builds in a smart hub um which i think is a legitimately brilliant idea i 
I'm kind of wondering why it's not built into the Apple TV already, but that's a, that's a question for another day. So it still has the same uh, subwoofer, and it has an extra, um, oh, these are inches, 0.2 of an inch on the tweeter, whatever that means. Um, still has the seven microphones, and that'll be out the end of October. The dimensions... Uh, Much taller, is it? It looks taller, yeah. Like four inches taller? Everything else? Uh, four or three and a half. Yeah, and uh, slightly thinner. Hmm. The spot is the one I think I'm the most interested in. Hmm. Um, because it's basically, it looks like a Magic 8-Ball, um, and I want a Magic 8-Ball app for it. <laughs> so it's basically an alarm clock um, with a tiny screen for the video updates and for the voice calls, and you can connect it then to, obviously, to external speakers. So it's probably like the Echo Dot in that respect. It pretty much sounds to me like it's an Echo Dot with the, with a little screen. And that's... And it'll be out in December. And that's $130. Dollars, yeah. Now, as far as I know, there have been UK prices announced for most of it, which is, um, which is good, but I think the dollar price is more or less just change it to euro, and that's what we okay. end up paying. Um, the Echo Show then is the gigantic Echo, um, which looks like, uh, I don't know, it looks like a video phone from the future, and that was released at the end of June, so that's already out there. It's expensive. It has a 7-inch screen, and it has all of the the responses that you would get in the Alexa app are shown on the on the screen, basically. And there's apps, there's Netflix, there's... Um, photos you can look at if you've the security cameras that hook into alexa you can get that as well and you can be like uh show me the garage or whatever and and dave yeah. for the spot on the show as a developer does the screen like can can you, you you can you do anything sort of super with the screen or is it like yeah you can show a video feed yeah you can put text up on it but not really i think there's two different categories like there's there is making skills that just have a bit of video in it. And I think there is the capacity for more apps, basically. Okay. Um, App-style things like Netflix on it, but I don't know to what extent they've opened that okay. up yet. Um, because, again, it's not something that, uh, that I can play around with at the moment. The next one is, there's just two, two products here that are really interesting. Um, and they're the Echo Connect, which plugs into your landline, which is very, very interesting. It's a small black box. You plug it into your landline. It connects to your Wi-Fi. And now your Echo is a phone. And considering I don't actually have a landline, that's kind of amazing. <laughs> As in, I, I, have a, I have a landline, but I don't have a phone connected to it. I'm paying for it because I want the internet. Mm, yeah. But I actually have a phone number. There's nothing hanging off it. It'd be handy for, like, the reception here is crap as well on the mobile, but... It's the only phone I have, but it'd be nice for, for example, you know, if I was getting a, a delivery or getting something like that, that I could give that number and then Alexa starts ringing all over the house and I can just be like, what? Yeah, okay. And take the call. If they bring it into the Amazon call app as well, that would be fantastic. So I could be on, I could answer the home phone calls from work. Oh. So I'm not, I'm not sure if that's going to happen, but it definitely has the capability. And again, that's quite cheap. So obviously, it doesn't. The Echo Connect doesn't work without, like, you need a, another Echo product to talk to it. But it's, it's literally just a bridge. But it's yeah. thirty-five dollars, which, 
Um, that's pretty reasonable. No brainer, really, if you actually have a landline. And then the look is the one that creeps on you in the bedroom and tells you your clothes are awful. That's it, yeah. That's that's weird. I don't know. Um, get advice from Amazon Style Check. Um, yeah, I have no idea, really, what that's about. Is it still... Can you buy it yet? Or it was invitation only for Yeah, a it's still more um, TechCrunch still have it as invitation only, so Yeah. And then the last one, which I think is potentially really interesting but also really odd, is the echo buttons. <laughs> and it's literally two buttons and you can Echo can ask you a question, you can tap the button and then say your answer and it'll see if you win or not. So they build this as so, um you know, for quiz games and stuff, and that's really the only way they advertise it. But I'm wondering, is this, I guess, a little bit of a smart home play in that, like, if you've the big Echo with the smart hub, and you've got, I suppose, things that, it just seems to me to be quite a good compliment. So if you've a, a series of smart things around the house, like, say, your your bulbs, Dave, like actually having a sort of a switch on the wall to turn off on and off the bulb, I guess, electronically, so you're not cutting power to it. That potentially might be a good idea, right? I'd say so, yeah. Um, because that's the thing with them. You need to either tell... It has all the smart home stuff built in as it is, even if it isn't a hub. So it, it connects to the systems. It connects to my lights. It connects to my plugs, um, the, the LifeX and the, the Wemo stuff. And yeah, that's uh, that's an idea. If, if you weren't playing the game, that if you tapped it and all the kitchen lights came, yeah. On. How bad? Or because there is things like that. There's the Logitech Pop and stuff that kind of fill that bridge, and they're Bluetoothish that connect to your phone and then do stuff. Do you know they're all very mm. eh. So, um, given given that you're on a, a bit of a run with uh, purchasing, uh, which of these Echoes tempts you the most? None. Not <laughs> even. I think the... actually, uh, when we were talking about the echoes, there, the Echo Plus is the same size as the current Echo, and what they're now calling the Echo has shortened and is now covered in fabric, which I don't think we we made that distinction clear enough. There, I'm actually looking back. So, what we call the Echo now, the dot is still available and it looks pretty much the same, but the Echo is now uh, a third off the top and has the multi-room stuff and you get a discount for buying a pack of three and what about you Baz particularly this alarm clock yoke would that have any sort of attraction to you no okay I wouldn't look at it I I, I like the idea of maybe the three pack echo especially with the multi-room but again the multi-room doesn't support Spotify so this is a little bit confusing oh Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. So th- there's a range of sort of music things that the Echo can do. Yes. Some of them are Amazon Music, TuneIn and Spotify. And then others are just Amazon Music and Spotify. Is that? Or sorry, Amazon Music and TuneIn. I think, to be honest, I think all of the, I think they're just Amazon. I think the multi-room at the moment is just, just Amazon Music. That's interesting. I forgot how cheap the dot was. Like, they haven't changed the yeah. price, but 50 quid, like. Yeah, I mean, out of all of these, what I would be, I would probably be interested in the the now base Echo, 
for four hundred. Um, yeah, for any other place that I would buy an Echo for. Um, the thing I like about them as well is you can kind of move them around now. Like the more you get, you just move them to different parts of the house until the stairs has its own Alexa. Like, you know. <laughs> And you know, like the the press under the stairs has its own one, like the spare bathroom, you know. Um spare bathroom. They don't have a spare bathroom. Um You get you know what I mean. Um that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I think the plain echo and see what it's like versus the old echo. And then I'd probably I wouldn't mind something for playing music in the Is is this non Spotify thing? Is there a reason why? Spotify only allow one stream oh. at a time. Anyway, so if I have the Spotify account, like if I if Denise is home and I'm out and I'm walking along listening to my Spotify and Denise tells Alexa to play, um, my Spotify stops. Like, Oh, there's no way of the Echo smartly passing it around then? It doesn't support it anyway, that's all I know, and it's disappointing. It It would, it would be a killer for that at the same time i'm like oh the multi-room audio and then i'm like i don't know what i ever i kind of I don't of... know is it one of these things that you have to have to do it um mm. that you have to experience or something because i kind of like eh, multi-room audio i just put my airpods in my ear and walk to any room i want or i get for parties and stuff like that but they're they're few and far between now at this stage <laughs> right yeah I think it's also curious with this stuff. Um, I was reading an article, I can't remember where, but was pointing to Amazon's sort of business model with these things. So they say publicly, they basically, they don't make a loss in these products, but they don't make a profit in terms of the purchase price of the device themselves. Um, because their um, their aim is to get you into the ecosystem. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm always interested in kind of like how how a company's business model affects you as a consumer. So the classic example, I suppose, we've discussed before is the difference between Google that wants all your data and that's how it profits from your data versus Apple who profits from selling you shiny stuff. So it kind of fits that Apple are sort of better at privacy stuff than Google are because that that's what their business model sort of supports and i think because amazon aren't necessarily um interested in selling you um a new echo like in terms of upgrading because they don't make any more money from you um but they want you they want as many people as possible to have echoes because then you're in the ecosystem and then you can you know buy stuff with your voice and stuff and i'm just interested how this plays out um like they're they're clearly quite aggressive on price for example they're reducing um the prices of things all the time they're trying to have as many options as possible and this could work out as being quite a a positive move for people who buy these things um there's a quote i'll I'll find the the article and i'll put it in the show notes it was a weird newspaper like the Telegraph in the UK, but they had a an interview with the guy who heads up Amazon's hardware division. And he said, like, he occasionally sees people with ten year old Kindles, and he says that makes him really happy to see people using ten year old Kindles because, you know, it shows they're still getting enjoyment out of the device, and because they don't make, they wouldn't make any money by selling them a, a Kindle Paperwhite. 
Um, but obviously what they want people to do is to buy books. So I uh, just that could be quite a positive um, thing for consumers. And certainly this mm. this Fire TV um, at like less than half what the Apple TV is. Um, also, it's just a kind of interesting addition to the market. Yeah, I think I think as well, like Amazon's one of those companies that doesn't really make a profit. Yeah. You know, like that's kind of been their strategy mm. for years. Like they they don't take a profit. Everything that they make is spent again. There's no, hey, look at all the money we made and didn't do anything with. Mm-hmm. Like Apple have so much money just lying around. Now I know there's um, tax implications for that. But um, with Amazon, it seems pretty much like, yeah, we've made that much. We made $100, so we're going to put 99 uh dollars and 99 cents back into the company mm. and um it seems to be working out the thing for me though is like okay i'm in the amazon ecosystem but number of things i've ordered through my echo zero um yeah zero yeah it's funny like uh, it's, it's interesting number of things that i bought off amazon that i listened to on the echo though that's mm. a different story all the audio all the audio books yes. really and I suppose it can now read you Kindle books, which it could not do before. So at some point it got a, it could on the US one, I think, but at some point now I can, any Kindle book that I have, I can now ask her to read it. Mm -hmm. And it will sync up to your location. How nasty is it? It's not bad. I wouldn't use it for fiction, if you know what I mean, but I would definitely use it for nonfiction or factual or, biographies or something does that mean then any content you had that you could convert with caliber to a moby file you could then get her to read it or no idea interesting charge no idea and it's not all books either by the looks of things there's only some of them that have the narration oh okay so there's there's maybe Um, like extra hints in the ebook file to sort of or even yeah or even licenses to say that that it's allowed or whatever but it's a recent enough addition anyway um from my point of view because i just logged in went into settings or went into the the music settings and then it's all i saw all my kindle books there which they weren't a few you know they weren't there a few weeks ago um so yeah it's a nice little add-on nice little addition um i'd be interested more in how it connected or how it worked with the fire tv though but it doesn't seem like it integrates that well. It's the remote that does the integration, not another Echo. Hmm. Because that'd be that'd be pretty cool if it did enough that you could also talk, you know, talk to it. Cool. I also really want uh, the Echo to understand the word and, so they don't have to be like, do this, do that. I can just go do this uh. and that. It'll <laughs> be a nice day when that, when that happens. I think I tried to do that recently. It's a bit too much. I know, and you you get a random one, like, and it's kind of, oh, okay. I think it was turn off the sitting room lights and turn on the bedroom lights. It's like, I cannot find sitting room lights and bedroom lights or something. (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) Yeah, quote, sitting room and bedroom lights, end quote. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, very interested in the future of the the non-traditional interface. The NTI, as I'm going to start calling now. So, what's making us happy? I have very exciting... I have a very exciting and groundbreaking item for what's groundbreaking. Gra- oh. Groundbreaking, yes, for me. Okay, go. The, the so sun. Oh, sorry, it go is 
Okay, it is music. It is an You've album. You've got a 16th album. Yet. Not only is it an album from the last decade. What? Not okay. only, in fact, is it an album from the last year. It is an album for the last month. That's how. Is it LCD to wow. CD sound, sound system? Nope. This is how up Lisa Hannigan. No, it's not her, her either. I'm like up to date, and you probably never heard of it because I'm cool now. Oh, hipster. Uh, <laughs> so I can't really claim any credit for it, but um, a colleague of mine at work recommended uh, an album by a band I presume you know well called The National. Oh, Their yeah. latest oh, album yeah. is called Sleep Well Beast, and I've been listening to it. Um, pretty much constantly the past few days. Um, I think it's like an okay computer for today's generation. Um, that's yeah, that, that that that's my pitch for it. That's how good I think it is. So, yeah, sleep well, beast it's, by it's, the by the national. Okay, we'll give it a listen. Is it the kind of band you'd go see and there'd only be seating? Just because I recommended it doesn't mean it's going to be rubbish. Take a listen. Probably see. I will. To be. I've definitely listened to them. Yeah, I figured they'd be on your your list, Baz. Uh, let me just say, um, I listen to stuff sometimes and I don't know who the bands are. Because I was listening to a band recently. Oh, I think I was listening to this band recently. Oh, yes, I had a really good time with this band recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit i think they popped up in spotify and i, I listened there was one song that was like pretty well known to me probably played in all the pubs like, oh yeah i know they're decent mm-hmm. i'll check that out as well i'm ridiculously pleased with myself good i am up be. to date i've got something i'm gonna have one thing make me happy and then one game recommendation so one thing that's making me happy is in Limerick, there is a few guys that we know and they run a cafe slash restaurant called Canteen. And they had a successful Kickstarter recently, which I thought was pretty cool because I suppose they're not a huge city, but there is, I just thought it was cool that there was a huge amount of support that people gave them. So they're moving premises at the moment, or they have moved and seems to be going pretty well for them but yeah a load of their customers um you know went on to the kickstarter page and backed them and it was all pretty much you're going to get that money back which was really you're pre-ordering pre-ordering lunch basically yeah pretty much you're, for, you're yeah at the new premises you were just yeah. kind of giving your future lunch just paying for them a bit earlier uh but yeah. i thought it was pretty cool anyway um have you been to the new place thomas dave i've been yeah it's great no yeah it's I got my voucher off them though, so but I I have not I have not yet been in. Uh, it's brilliant. It's really nice inside in there. So anyone in Limerick definitely recommend to go. I saw Paula Collin in there the other day. That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, and my game recommendation this week would be The Witness from Jonathan Blow, who made Braid. And I might have talked about that game before in the PS4, but it's out on iPhone and iPad for a tenner, which is thirty quid cheaper than it is on Steam. Um, wow fantastic puzzle game and if you stick with it controls obviously aren't as great on the phone but they've done a pretty good job um it's a game that can really really blow your mind at times and it's a huge massive puzzle game open world you can go wherever you go want to go so if you get stuck in a puzzle you can wander around the island maybe figure bits and pieces out 
but the whole experience can at some point it just kind of clicks and one of the best moments in games I've had in a, in a good long time oh. only problem I have with it is there's no cloud saving in it so I'd like to be able to play it on my phone and then transfer over to the iPad but that's not there yet so oh, okay. kind of I have it but it's the second time I bought it but yeah yeah that's something I will get back to soon if they put that in cool um, yeah so I have two things and they're making me incredibly happy mm-hmm. um, so they're two TV series and they both started this month and the first one is Star Trek Discovery mm-hmm uh, which is streaming on Netflix internationally and on CBS All Access in America. So good luck there. I think it's free um, service. No, six quid a month. Oh, maybe it's free for the first day. <laughs> Something like that. There's a free trial, but they're basically they're all every every company now has decided that they're going to create their own Netflix with blackjack and hookers, and it's not it's not going to work. So um, I think US and Canada are some there's some non-Netflixian thing and then the rest of the world gets Netflix thankfully so two episodes in uh, looking good um, too early to tell but I'm just excited about the whole thing um, yeah lifelong Star Trek fan um, don't admit it too often but uh, it's just far too many Star Wars kids around the place <laughs> you know? um, guys. STD um, Star Wars Discovery yeah, yeah they, they went with the initials DIS instead for all the discussions because they didn't they didn't want to be <laughs> typing in. Lads, I have to teach a bunch of seven year olds hash include stdio dot h every day. Uh, every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. So I, I never I just, taught that when I was in college, actually. Wow. Yeah, we were so innocent. Uh well we know we did C plus plus, so it was IO stream. Uh, you know, that's yes. that's that's it, but this is this is C. So I've just defaulted. I just call it standard io dot h, <laughs> and then if there, I'm like, no, that's not how you spell it, Do you know. Um, and the second one then is the Orville, which is Seth MacFarlane's new live action series, which is essentially half piss take, half loving homage to the uh, early '90s Star Trek series i've heard it's um, not as full-on comedy as you'd expect it to be no it's it's like if the people on star trek had personalities <laughs> you, you know what i mean like it's just it's all work you never see you never see people cracking a joke or you never see people having personal differences or anything like that mm-hmm. unless they're do you know that kind of thing it's all very much like we're at work and this is us at work or occasionally someone will fall in love with an alien like, but you know <laughs> um as you do but I think this is people if they were if they were nosy, if they were loudmouth, if they were just a normal bunch of people doing this job, you know. They're not the best ship in the fleet, they're just mediocre. Everything about it is they're they're just alright, you know. Um and it it's it's a far more realistic prospect. Um Sounds like the worst case scenario is sci fi. Quite possible, yeah. Um and uh the reviews are about the same. <laughs> Brilliant. But uh but I like but I like it. Um no no. Um it, it's pretty good. So there are two things. If you like Star Trek at all, check them out. If you don't like the new Star Trek, um check out the uh the Orville for a dose of good old fashioned optimistic space exploration with a dash of penis jokes. Fabulous. Ooh.